together so that they can try things. You're invited to this podcast so that they can try things. Nick and Marcus doing a podcast so that they can try this. Hello! Oh man, it's so good to see your face. Hello, welcome to Now Try This. A podcast like for you... two best friends. Hold on, I'm not done talking. Okay, best so friends intro. get together to talk about their favorite things okay now now you can go sorry i like how you 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 um are imagining that the first time you see me is when they see us as if we haven't been on the call for five minutes to set well, it up marcus well, I, welcome hold on hold on wait 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 i need to make a point because you go away so once i start the stream i don't see you anymore i just hear you so then i see your face again and i'm like ah yes there you are the beautiful Mar man i've been talking to this whole time Marcus, that's you. I'm Nick. We're here for Now Try This. We're going live. That way we can, you know, do this podcast. Marcus, what is this podcast? I just said what the podcast was. No, but do it, do it, we're, do it more. We're in loops. We're in loops. No, do it okay. more. Each week, Nick and I get together to talk about our favorite things. Uh, and that's pretty much the entirety of the podcast. Um, Nailed it. We challenge been... each other every week to try our favorite things. So this week, Marcus had the pleasure of challenging me. But before we get there, a couple quick housekeeping things, guys. You can follow us on everything at Now Try This Cast. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Now Try This Cast. Uh, there, you can become part of our little try community. And the people there, I'm going to want to make sure to jump at that soon because the people there are actually going to get to decide our try for the first Thursday of next month, which is the next episode because of the That's holiday true. break. Because of the holidays, we are going to take two weeks off. So the next challenge will actually be the January fan challenge, which comes from the $5 tier of the Patreon. Yay, 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 yay. And the great uh, thing is everyone that donates at least a dollar gets to vote on what that final challenge is going to be. So guys, go check it out, see what's going on and become part of the community. Yes, I am excited. We already have some good suggestions, and I'm curious to see what ends up being voted through as our challenge for January. And also, if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast on your podcast provider, just know we also go live every Thursday at 8 p.m. on twitch.tv slash nowtrythiscast. You can come watch us do this show live, uh, and you yeah. get all the mess-ups involved that way. <laughs> and if you are on Twitch, you can actually go to the About section on our Facebook page to go to any of the links that they all link to our socials, uh, Patreon, uh, donate button, um, Facebook, Twitter, everything. We've been trying to be more active than we were last time around with the podcast. And it's been fun. And guys, the last thing we're going to ask from you, because we haven't asked for so many things already, go ahead <laughs> and whatever podcast provider you leave, leave us a five-star review. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. As long as it's five stars, I don't care what you say. Yeah, you leave the most hateful message you have in you. Like, let your oh, fucking hate out. Tear me all apart. Of, tear me apart. All of the pain and resentment you've experienced, everything you have in you, all of the hate and of 2020 just let it out we'll take it. in a five-star review we'll take we'll it and take read it. it out loud <laughs> marcus uh before we get to the challenge uh how are you doing how's your week going uh i haven't talked to you since the last podcast it's been great i'm gonna that's my fake voice uh if you can't tell for the podcast i couldn't sure it was really knows. it was really good was acting. it good was yeah. it genuine Ooh, ask me so i can show great? you my acting ask me so okay, I can okay, show okay, my okay, acting. okay 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 nick how's your week <laughs> it's been great 
trying my best and my best <laughs> is doing great no i'm good i'm good we got some snow here in new york city isn't that exciting up here in the northeast shut down restaurants but what are you gonna do you know so we had our own little snow day here in the city nice to see a little whiteness on the yeah. on the ground uh-huh you don't sound uh affected by that at all no but why i wanted to bring it up is because as opposed to us in real life getting covered by the snow Marcus, you made me delve into the realm of the fiery pits of Hades. Marcus, wow. you gave me Hades. Why the heck did you give me this? I know that was a pretty good segue, right? You like I've that? never seen a smoother transition in my life. Uh, uh, it's even better when you point it out. Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> Marcus, you gave me Hades, the critically acclaimed game of the year video game. Marcus, it's not actually game you... of the year, but yes. Marcus, you gave me the game of the year uh, Hades game. Marcus, why don't you tell the fans why you gave me this thing to try? Uh, Nick, 2020 has been rough. Uh, that's probably an understatement. But I've gotten back into video games. I feel like in 2019, I was just too busy with work and life, and I didn't play that many video games. But because we've all been trapped inside, I've had the chance to rekindle my love of video games marcus sorry to interrupt your flow but what is sure, not up? a lot of video games for you because i can tell you how many games i played last year and then you can tell me how many games you played last year and we'll see where where our barometers lie at. for me a good amount i usually beat like 40 games a year that's a good <sighs> amount and la in 2019 i think i beat 16 or something like that my brother and i keep uh we have a contest going so whoever can beat more games wins at the end of the year are you going to so, win I don't know. He doesn't have a job and he's also <laughs> stuck inside. <laughs> so it might be close. Oh, this is going to be the year he takes it. Marcus, I think I've played like I've played like maybe half a dozen games this past year and I beat yeah. zero. Cuz most <laughs> of that games was Slay the Spire. Nice. I, I played like a little, I, Hello I love... Neighbor, I played a little couple other things but not not yeah. 16 game i love giving you video game challenges because video games are what? one of my favorite things period i have a huge video game collection um i've been collecting games How for my whole life i don't know i feel like i definitely have over a thousand games i would say two thousand between Marcus, digital and come on games. flex we're on twitch right now flex flex on the stream hold on flex for me what I we got actually know what do you know Talk about your vast majority of retro games. You got Sega Genesis, Dreamcast, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Game Boy. You got so much from so many things. Do you have anything like Super Super Old, like an Atari or like anything uh, like I have, that? I mean, I have the original Nintendo. I don't. It's hard to judge because I don't feel like any of this like feels like a big deal. Like I follow so many retro gamers who are like, I have the Holy Grail game. This game is worth two million dollars. And it's like, I don't have those things. But I do have oh, like guys, my if... Nintendo, my Sega Genesis, my Sega Nomad, which was the handheld that Sega Genesis came out with. That was Is that huge. different than the Game Gear? It's different than the Game Gear because this one was a portable Sega Genesis. So just brought your Sega Genesis games, put them in this thing, oh. you can play them on the go. 
Guys, I, I need to reach out to all the people listening. Guys, don't you hear the sadness in Marcus's voice? Video games are his favorite thing in the world. And he pales in comparison. Sad? Hold on. He pales in comparison to all these retro gamers on the internet. Guys, if you want to help Marcus, find those gems. Follow him on Instagram at Megamarculus and send him those deals for those retro games so he can complete his collection. And you know what? If you wanted to buy Marcus, Megamarculus, uh, an Atari for Chris. Christmas. let us know we'll set up a p.o box just for atari games guys if you want to uh sell me your old games hit me up at mech and marcus <laughs> i will probably buy them uh but marcus why do video games mean so much to you i just grew up playing them like we had a sega genesis that we weren't allowed to play except for when my dad was at work and then we snuck in and played <laughs> the shit out of sega genesis um and yeah then we had a sega dreamcast we were like a sega family we're not a nintendo family i feel like so many people are nintendo families but i went from sega to sony and i just i don't know a few years ago i just had more disposable income and was like you know what i want to do spend it on video games that's awesome so marcus you you have given me games in the past. Uh, guys, if you want to go listen to them, I had to play Resident Evil 4. I had to play. Had to play. I had to play yeah. Dream Daddy. I had if to you play listen, Undertale. If you listen to the Resident Evil 4 episode, you definitely had to play it. <laughs> you hated it. Listen, I appreciated it. There was just things about it that I just did not understand why it's the best game ever. But but those but those games you gave me, Resident Evil 4, one of your favorite games ever, right? Yeah. Dream Daddy by some of your favorite internet personalities were waiting for years for development uh-huh. of that game, right? Undertale, arguably one of the best, arguably the, the best indie game ever. And now you gave me Hades. Why Hades? So Hades is brought by a company that makes just fucking quality games. They're a very small indie company. Originally, the first game, Bastion, was made by like six or seven people and a bunch of people that they hired out, freelancers. Oh, I didn't um, realize it's the same company. Yeah, then they went on to make... Uh, you want to say the name of the company, though? The company is Super Giant Games. <laughs> oh, cool. Then they went on to make Transistor and also um, Pyre. And this is their most recent game, which came out this year. A lot of people were hoping that this game would get game of the year. I was also hoping that this game would get game of the year, but Last of Us 2 what did Last of Us? game of the year, which honestly, it's a great game. But I feel like this is better in terms of a gaming experience. Last of Us 2 is very cinematic. It's a great story. It's get into it very easily. But Hades is just a fun, well-made game. Full of hot people. <laughs> I guess there are so many attractive people. Now, here's the thing about this game. This game is a little more difficult to talk about than some of our things in the past because of the nature of how you play the game. You want to explain it to people who maybe never have played it? It's a roguelike dungeon crawling game where you go through different encounters, defeating monsters, and then eventually there's a boss of each world. And then you are attempting as Zagreus to escape from the underworld from from hades so nick have you ever played a roguelike game before uh yes and no i mentioned it earlier slay the spire is a game that i play every day because it's a deck building game and i grew up playing Yu-Gi-Oh and magic and pokemon 
and it is unique because it's a card building game that is roguelike. Mm-hmm. But besides that game, I've never actually played a fighting real roguelike game uh, because I don't f- I find I find them a little like annoying <laughs> because Honestly, I'm like because I'm like I uh, sometimes like, oh, there was one I was playing Tangle Tanglewood. Uh, it okay. was an indie game. I played that yeah, for like that three days. But the problem with uh, roguelike games for me is you play for three days. You get to the same point of those three days, and you're like, got it. And then you yeah. put it down for a hundred percent forever. Roguelike games are, for those of you who don't know, are just games where you play through the game a little bit. And then usually what happens is you advance, you make it up to a certain point, you level up your character in certain ways, you get certain buffs that will help you in later runs. And then you keep going and going through the game until eventually you have either memorized the world and the enemies enough that you yourself as a, as the player are better and able to overcome these challenges quickly or you've actually your character has been buffed enough to go back through and uh defeat whatever enemies you're uh, stuck on what is that famous game <laughs> that was <laughs> what's that one real famous game oh, what's that you famous sound game? like my mom describing movies what's that movie with that guy uh he's bald and he's driving a bus and then there's a real tall building no that the one that's it's a mobile game that was like one of the it was a really early mobile game that had really good graphics and it was you you were fighting with a sword and it was just like oh, swiping and then yes. it was infinity oh god infinity sword, blade or some shit infinity blade yeah. or yeah. something like that i played that a lot yeah. and infinity blade 2 and 3 Mm-hmm. Like on on like my iPhone four, five, and six, <laughs> that game that was a roguelike game that I played a lot because I could play like on the bus or in the train or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I have played a roguelike game that I enjoyed. Uh, that I enjoyed, or was I just wasting time? I don't know. So my main problem with roguelike games is that they don't have a story usually. Like they don't really have a cohesive narrative of any kind. So it makes it hard for me to as someone who really enjoys diving into a story of a game to enjoy because i'll play a couple times just like you said i'll play like a few times i get the hang of it and i'm like okay and i'm done or it'll be a game where i pick up if i'm on the bus or if i just have a few minutes i'll pick it up play for a few minutes i'll do a run and then i'll turn it off and like not touch it again for a few months or a year or whatever but when i played this game i could not put this shit down I was playing it over and over again, making it further and further on my subsequent runs. And I loved every freaking minute of it. And I'm excited to see what you thought about it. Well, I think I think one of the reasons why, because I feel the same way about those games, is, is, is it lacks the fulfillment aspect of doing something, right? So yeah. one reason people love the Zelda franchise, right, is you, you are slowly uh, lore building and building out the world and it gets bigger and bigger. Uh, and there's like this fulfillment thing, and even even like simple games like um like f- uh, fucking Stardew Valley, where you're making a farm, seeing your completed thing and building out your world, that fulfillment fills a very specific thing. That that's the reason people get addicted, right, to like Facebook games and like mobile yeah. games, like Farmville and shit, because it, it fills in this void of. That's why gotcha games, right, are so popular because you're trying to have this fulfillment aspect and so and roguelike games have that a little bit but it, but it's lacking that core you you feel like it's you 
yeah. accomplishing the thing because you're starting over from scratch every time. Now, before I tell you, like I wanna I I did write down my first run. Here's my first run. Okay. So at the beginning, somebody's talking, and I'm like, who the fuck is this talking? So there's this narrator guy, and you're like, who who are you? Why are you telling me a story? As far as I am in the game, I still don't know. Uh, and then he, Zagreus, this really cool guy with half a shirt and like uh, Greek leaves in his hair and like a <laughs> Cerberus shoulder hair. thing. He doesn't have green hair. He has Greek, Greek feather. No, Greek, Greek feather hair. things. Greek, 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 yeah, Greek. Like the fe- no, know, Greek yeah, feather. Yeah. He's got Beautiful. a fucking Caesar shit, you know? You know, uh-huh. fucking yeah, yeah. that shit. Uh, and he's like, oh, this guy's hot and love the voice acting. And he's like, goodbye, father. And I'm like, who's father? Oh, my God. What is this? What's going on? This is Zagreus. And the first person I met was Athena. And she was like, oh, yo, I'm going to help you escape Hades. And I was like, oh, is this is this that story about the guy that was like leaving hell and he couldn't because he looked back? I was like, oh, is that Orpheus. the game we're playing? Orpheus. And I was like, oh, that's that must be what that is. And then they call him Zagreus. And I was like, oh, that's not what this is at all. It is in fact the opposite of Orpheus. Orpheus was attempting to get into hell, and Zagreus is attempting to get out of hell. Well, he, well, well, Orpheus did get in hell. He just couldn't get back out because he, he just looked back, get back at out. his lover. Yeah. Oh, so uh, these notes are very spastic. Uh, so it's <laughs> it's gonna be because I was playing a video game. So yeah, yeah. Well, uh, also immediately uh, something that is different about this game is that there is a story, and Supergiant Games did a good job of weaving the narrative into the gameplay, which I feel like is why that uh, why I think this is one of the greatest games. This I am so excited to talk to you about that. Really first done I want to get through this this crazy. this run. So, so I yeah, yeah. Go, So go. the first, so after Athena something hurts me and then Zagreus has a little aside to his, himself and says and says like, "Oh, if only I could heal." And I'm sitting there playing knowing nothing about the game. He's like, "What the fuck do you mean I can't heal?" And I'm like <laughs> just getting hit by shit and I'm like, "Oh fuck." Uh, <laughs> And then Dionysus shows up and and then it explains, oh, I'm trying to get into Olympus or something. And then there's and then I literally wrote down the first I went through the because I I had no idea what this game was. So I didn't know how depth I needed to be. So I was like, okay, I went through the purple door and then I went through the skull (laughs) bag door and then I got Charon's help. uh, But I didn't have enough money. And Mm then and then I was dead. (laughs) <laughs> pretty good so first run pretty <laughs> good honestly solid and then but then and what what you're talking about is the reason this is so different is because at that point i realized oh it's roguelike i got it i'm going through these halls and i'm like oh the art style is very pretty the uh fighting is pretty um it's pretty intuitive it doesn't have it's there's no harshness i was like i i could do i can learn better but it doesn't feel off or anything but what i wasn't expecting is the first time you die you show up and you talk to hades and you're like hey he's your dad and the lobby of this place is filled with all these dead peoples at hades death signing and there's other characters and then one by one i was like oh these are gonna be the stupid npcs that i'm gonna have to like upgrade Uh my shit like always but then you talk to one of them and then you talk to achilles and i'm like oh shit achilles and one of the geniuses of this game is fucking i know who achilles is i know his story 
He was dunked in the river sticks by his mother, buying hold at his ankles, and that's why his ankles are weak, and he's one of the fiercest warriors of Greek mythology, and he was Zagreus' teacher. And then you go over here and you meet Nyx, who's the knight incarnate, who's like mommy and helping him learn stuff. And then you got Hades and Cerberus is there. And I'm like, wow, okay, cool. Very thrown off. But then you introduce all these people and then we go back in. And then for my second run, I die. Oh, hold on. Before you get to your second run. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so once you die, you return to the lobby of Hades in the game. And you, everyone's Hadesville. there. Hadesville, yeah. Um, Hadesville. Hadesville. Hades, Hades, Hades tribe. Hades. <laughs> Hades. No, let's workshop this. Hades bungalow. Hades. Hades project. Hades, project Hades. Project, project Hades. Hades. Uh, like so that. you end up in the projects of Hades. And yeah, everyone's there that you talk to. And it's funny because just a, a little insight into how the game was made so that because they knew that you were going to go through the death process a lot and you're going to be talking to the same characters over and over again. What they did is they created tons and tons and tons of dialogue options and they're randomized. So whenever you go through certain number of playthroughs, you might not get the same dialogue options that I've gone through with every character. Oh, um, yeah. So they're actually I randomized. assume the first 100 were linear and. But it's not. No, wow. Yeah. So it's mostly randomized. And what they do is they have a priority system. So based on what you are doing, based on what items you've been able to obtain, oh, sure. based on how many deaths you've had, based on the progress you've made in the underworld, they reprioritize those dialogue options. So that way the, you, you like the characters are acknowledging whatever you just said, which is awesome. And I think that's a great and way of doing it and a clever way of making it fresh, but also making sure that like all the characters are responding to the cool shit you're doing. Which is why Hypnos is the most annoying one because he's <laughs> sleep incarnate and he's right there at the front door when you walk in. And every yes. time you talk to him, he always references how you die. And every <laughs> time it's super condescending. He's like, oh, you died by the louts? Try not to do that. Maybe dodge him or something. And you're like, you son of a fucking bitch. Like, I was like I, and it could have been and you could have been like the best run ever. And you you were just so frustrated because you were so close yeah. and you just like did something dumb. And you're, I was, and you're like, fuck. And he's like, oh, you tripped in a trap. And you're like, son of a fuck. <laughs> and then I the know, second run. really like really pushes in the knife. I know. But. No, I'll, I'll talk more with Garrus later. So for the second run, I go okay. in and you do a couple little power-ups because obviously it's the first run. I don't have that much. Uh, but I did have enough to buy the bow. And I was like, oh, cool. Let me buy the bow. Let's see how that is. And I buy the bow. I was like, oh, cool. So I can stay away from the people because I can't heal on shit. And then I do my second run and I die almost immediately. The bow is very hard. <laughs> I was not prepared <laughs> for the bow. <laughs> if, if you were playing this game for the first time, stick to the sword for a little while. Get the hang of it. Do not buy the bow and go in your second run thinking. Nail, nailed it. I'm gonna use this. I'm I, a fucking. I'm fucking next level shit. I'm gonna take the bow and I'm gonna fucking bow. kill. I can't fucking the use the bow. bow is I still, so good. I feel like the. I I love like long distance hits. I love sniping people. So like for uh, me, the bow really fit well, my how, play style. How, to how be, like, soon safe did you get the bow? Right. Away. Right at the beginning, did you get the bow, or did you probably throw a couple times and then pick up the bow? Because playing with the bow. When all I knew about the game was that first run and then playing that second run, yeah, yeah, I was very unprepared because I still didn't know how any of the enemies were. I only experienced like three enemies. So anytime yeah, a yeah. new enemy came and there was this whole other system, I was very overwhelmed. So then for my third run, I went back to the sword uh, and I beat the game. 
Really? No, I'm just kidding. No, I didn't read the game. I was going to say, oh, boss. But what encounter do you, how far do you think I got in my third run? I would say, I think you made it up to. Now that I did the bow like a fucking dweeb. I think, I'm going to say that I think you made it up to either the, the first boss is pretty easy. You probably beat the first boss. Uh, I would say that you made it up to uh, the Hydra. I got to Elysium, baby. Oh, in nice. The third so you run. beat the Hydra. I, ooh, I can't remember. I got like halfway through Elysium on the third run. <laughs> That's good. Holy shit. I was shit. proud. I was like, I don't know anything That's about this awesome. game. I don't know how well I'm doing, <laughs> but I feel like that was far. I feel like I fucking That's got really good. real good. Yeah. And then, and then. I, I, I stopped taking notes on every I have a couple more like encounter specific things we can talk about. Sure, go, sure. But that's that was the end of me meticulously notating what I was doing each run <laughs> because I was like, now I just need to like play the game better. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about the game is that the game has enemies that you have to pay attention to. You have to learn their patterns. The game has weapons that all feel unique. I feel like a, a part of the issue with roguelike games is that they get repetitive. Like you're just doing the yeah. same thing over and over again. Heck and then you slash. end up in a pattern and you're just like, okay, cool. Like I've mastered this weapon. It's kind of boring. I'm done. And that's what happens with me. I get bored. And so the way that the thing that makes Hades different is that they have multiple weapons for you to try. You mentioned the bow and arrow. So that's another weapon for you to master a whole nother play style for you to adapt to. And same thing they have uh, like a, a, a gun kind of thing they have a shield and they have a spear you mean a spear oh the spear a gun and fists oh i have not seen the gun yet is that the oh the gun's great is that the 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 gun's the first time the gun's what i used to beat the game for my first time i was like fuck yeah gun (laughs) oh i haven't gotten a gun yet i just got enough well i don't i don't want to reveal where i am yet okay anyway so i I do want to go back to what you were talking about about the story because after the really cool part about the game is, and I didn't know it was randomized, but it is prioritized, like you said. So it feels like when you're playing it, every time you die, at least for those first dozen or so, it feels so story oriented. Like the game accounts for the fact that you don't succeed until a later point. And maybe maybe all the dialogue, like you said, maybe all the dialogues are completely different yeah. if I succeeded on that first run. But playing through these first 10, 20 times, it doesn't feel like you're failing because it feels like a story specific thing of why you lost because it's always referenced, right? So if on the fourth run you die because of Megara, the first boss, when you come in, everyone's mentioning Megara and then you also learn a new fact about the world that expands things and so on and so forth, every one of these runs. So... Oh, spoilers, I guess I like the game. I, I'm usually better about being <laughs> believe, but it, it was really hard here. It was really hard because, it's just because so right likeable. away, this game is so distinct and unique mm-hmm. and has a voice and a tone. And, and I, it was, you, you gobble it up. You almost yeah. look forward to dying so you can like learn the story. Yeah, dying is not a disappointing thing. When you die, you can build your relationships with the characters that are yeah. in Hades. And so you eventually get this thing called flasks, I think, or whatever it is that you get. Oh, Nectar of the Gods. You get Nectar of the Gods. And then you can give those to characters to develop your bonds with them. You can eventually end up in a relationship with three of them, I think. You can... (gasps) can Spoilers! I have not started a relationship with anything. Oh my god. You You just blew my mind. No, don't. I don't want to know. You can't talk about it. You can date three characters. 
Uh, and I won't tell you who they are. Okay, don't tell me all the characters, but I do want to give you a little bit to talk about, so you can tell me who you ended up dating. Okay, I ended up dating Meg because sure, because you feel fucking bad also for her. She's a you feel so bad for her. I mean, I felt not because I felt bad for her. She's cool. Oh, I felt bad for her. You really? No. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad for her at first, and that's so I kept talking to her and been like, hey so we cool and she was like no we not cool and i was like fucking shit okay and then i did everything yeah. i could to get her to like me and then we ended up together which is great yeah i feel awful uh megara's story is basically it, it seems like maybe they like dated or were at least very good friends and then zagreus was like i'm getting the fuck out of here and then she is tasks with always being that first ball un- until her sisters are introduced but but like fighting yeah. you and getting you back to hell over and over again. And she is so not happy. There's such a, in the voice acting and in the dialogue, it's so apparent how she feels, which is crazy. This yeah. is the kind of storytelling and character development that's in Last of Us or like a yeah. real, like not a, not a not real game. Not, not that this isn't a real game, but, but like but a triple A game, game instead of an indie game. A, yeah, a AAA game that is all about the story, that's all about yeah. learning these things as you go, is the way it feels with just just that character. Yeah, a team of under 20 people made this game. Like, I feel like some of these indie games are Whoa, so impressive. What? Yes, the game design is beautiful. The dialogue is so incredibly well written. Like, that's crazy. It's, it's been really good. They also were really adamant about having fan feedback so they had an, the game released in early access in like 2018. And so they it's been in early access for like two years. And so a lot of people had the opportunity to play the game, learn from it, that makes speed sense. run the game, get in the process, yeah. and also try to like really fine tune everything. So it feels like a very smooth and easy game. That's why I've, I've heard about people playing this game for years, but then I feel like it just came out. That's why that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Just for reference, yeah. I don't know if you know this, but like how many people are on a triple a game like assassin's creed or last do you know like off the top of your head how i would many? say like just a frame uh, over i mean over 100 easy i mean like they're, they're doing motion capture they're doing like so many things yeah. like it, on a, on a game like batman there is one person dedicated to making sure his cape billowed correctly like there's just so many people involved in every process of video game the design. last of us two over two thousand people worked on it <laughs> But that number should have yeah. been higher, is what this article is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Whoa. I mean, when you roll credits in a game, it's a long thing. You that's one percent. That's one percent of the same amount of people. That's one percent of the people that worked on Last of Us Two worked on Hades. That is, yeah, wild. it's crazy, wild. But it's incredibly impressive the talent that Supergiant Games have. Like they dedicate a lot of time and passion to creating games, and you can tell. I mean. I think the 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 reason you can tell is not and I wouldn't say and I would say these are also positives to the game, not the smooth gameplay, not the thought out leveling up gridded system, not the the even the art and the colors and the those things. I think the the feel of the game feels so thought out is because of the story. So after that third run uh, or maybe it was the fourth or fifth, your character, Zagreus, goes to sleep. And he goes and ruffles through, rifles through Hades' things. And mm-hmm. you learn uh, pretty early on that Zagreus is 
mother uh persephone, persephone. yeah nailed it <laughs> my notes are very unel i can't read my notes because <laughs> i was playing a video game as i was playing them and it was a roguelike game so i couldn't like just kind of yeah yeah you died. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of the crux of this early game i don't know what it's like later because i haven't played through every single minute of the game yet but is getting to figure out why your mom left getting to go to get your mom and yeah the, at first you feel it feels good about why he wants to leave and it's just because i'm sick of this place i'm a yeah. snot nose prince and i need to leave which is what it is for those first couple runs and you're like cool but then you learn more about this and more about how the interactions between all the gods have been over these years and yes. uh, what hades is like. and then also really really good job of making hades at least here in the beginning he's the villain but he's not a villain he's they no. even say they even say like zeus even says in one of his pickups yeah my brother kind of got the short end of the stick he had to go like run all of hell and we're just kind of up here yeah oh <laughs> so the uh, way the game is give like the way the story is doled out to you little by little it's it's just so good because in the beginning yeah. you're just like ah here's this brat who wants to escape hell and everyone treats him that way but eventually, yeah. as you get to learn more, you know that, like, okay, he wants to figure out what's going on with his mother. And his dad is kind of being stirred and strict, but his dad isn't a bad person. His dad is And you can like, tell it's, it's because he's hurt. Zagreus in any way. Right? Exactly. Yeah. This topic of Persephone and why she left, like, this whole thing, you can tell that it hurts Hades in, like, yeah. a weird way. And you just want to know why. And Zagreus is kind of, like, hot-headed. So he's like, screw you. You don't want to tell me what's going on. I'm going to leave. Figure it out for myself. Super have reasonable. You, have you made it to Hades in any of your runs? Okay, so Marcus. Okay. Uh, I've only had a week to play this game. Yes. I had how many how many runs do you think I've done? 42. Oh, that's a lot of credit. I only did 27. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's okay. <laughs> but but I would I, I would argue that the reason the encounter number is low is because I got very far on most of my runs. That's fair. That, that would be my argument if people would be like, because you said play about yeah, 10 yeah. hours and that's a, a, maybe like 11 or 12 hours is like what I played. And it's like, maybe that's not a lot. I would say it's because I got pretty far on run number 24. Uh-huh. I got through Tartarus, got through Ashadel, got through Elysium. Ended uh -huh. up at six sticks, uh, facing off Cerberus. Got past that. Experienced the winter wonderland of the outside. Uh -huh. Met my father Hades and got nice. demolished. <laughs> <laughs> With but my even... best run equipment ever. <laughs> and he like stomped make... on me. But when you make it up to Hades, it's like it feels good. You feel like you're being yeah. rewarded that you're at the precipice of success. And you are I, ready to you go. You did it. You're outside. Yeah. You, you made it you out. exit the door. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then and Hades then comes he, in with his battle helm, helmet. Is like, and he's like so. Ass. And he's so. And, but he's so like, I didn't want to have to do this. But I yeah. have to. He wasn't like, I'm going to show you, boy. I'm amazing. He's like sad about it. Yeah. He is super sad. He's like, okay, this, this is what you want. He doesn't want his son to leave. You know, yeah. like that's evident in the incredible voice acting and the dialogue. You can you oh, feel what he acting. wants to say without him saying it. Yeah, it's so good. Unfortunately, um, okay, Nick, 
unfortunately, uh, he does so much damage. I mean, I, <laughs> like I, I got him down to like less than half and I was feeling pretty good. But then yeah. I got but then I got overwhelmed because I used my call of the gods. I forgot which one I had. Um, I think it was Dionysus. And mm, okay. he just like went underground for the whole of it, all of it. And then he came back up, hit me twice, and I died. And I was like, oh, damn it. I really <laughs> wanted to finish this game for the podcast. And I felt really sad. No, nah, it's good. I, I'm just happy you made it up to Hades. I figured, like, I have yet to complete to a game successfully least. that you have given me. So let's go. <laughs> let's run it back. Resident Evil 4. I got to the third chapter. Uh-huh. Too fucking hard. Dream yeah. Daddies. I did finish one of the daddies, but I got the wrong end- the wrong ending and got, like, used up and spit out by one of the dads uh and then undertale i couldn't beat the final boss i'm sorry well nick and let's see how again. you do on this game that i made oh, up no. right now oh, smooth no. transitions all around today <laughs> it's your turn last week you had me play a game and this week i made a game for you talk um, about how amazing my game is so people go back and listen to that episode honestly that game was great <laughs> You made a game, uh, chess it or sex it or chess or sex or something. And sex it or chess it. (laughs) It was very good. It was a very difficult game. If you guys interested in chess or sex, go check out our last episode. Go check out last. My nephew called me and was like, "Hey, I listened to that episode. I I liked the game that you played." And I was like, "Oh no, no, (laughs) I don't want to have this conversation. Please, you're a baby in my eyes." Very funny. Okay, Nick. Yes. Uh, okay, so are you ready for this game? It is called Beyond Belief, Myth, or Fiction. It's a reference to an old show that you've probably never watched, but I love. It's near and dear. It's a life. very, like, re- like, here's the thing. Say the name of your game again. Beyond Belief, Myth, or Fiction. And the name of my game was Sexed or Chess. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, very, like, it's, like, real television and, like, fucking uh public access over here with me <laughs> uh i had help with my game so it's okay darren oh shout what out do you to mean her helped me oh huh? why did you need help yes. you're just a little 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 baby boy that just needed a because i'm a baby boy who yes 100 percent. or because i love working with people i love how about that how about that wholesome content for you i think it's the first thing but you can go on Okay. <laughs> okay. What's question one. Okay. Wait. 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 Do you want the same? Yeah. Tell me what the game Do you want the same lifeline that I got last time? Before I tell you what the game is, do you want the same lifeline uh, where I, you can ask the chat the answer to one question? I don't know. I if don't know active. because that's up to yeah, you. Yeah. I don't know. The the chat hasn't talked said anything for, for like ten minutes, so I don't know if they're there. But I guess I'll take the lifeline if if I need it. Oh no! Somebody go. responded. Great. I have at least somebody. <laughs> yes. There's drones and drones oh, in the chat. Oh, wow. They are ready. The chat is okay, active. Guys. They're ready to go. Okay. Hold on, Marcus. You before no you start the game, I got to talk to the chat really quick. You ready? Hold on. Hold on one second. Okay. Chat. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Chat. Okay, chat. You fucked Marcus last time. You did not help him. You fucked him over. If you do that to me, you're dead to me. Okay? I need to win this game. I need to show Marcus up. I didn't win Hades. I need this. Don't fuck me. Okay, I'm ready. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, I didn't hear any of that. So, first question, Nick. So, what you're gonna do? You're gonna tell me. I'm gonna name. I'm gonna read something, and you're gonna tell me whether <laughs> it's a real myth, if it's from mythology, or if I made it up. Hold on. So, 
I, God damn it. I, I'm a, I was a very good student. Straight A is top of my class. The one uh, yes. class. Let's all sit down for your background story. <laughs> the one class that I failed in high school was history. So I, I don't have a great memory. Let's see how this goes. First question. King Minos is, King Minos was gifted a bull by the god Poseidon that was meant for sacrifice. Instead of sacrificing it, the king decided to keep the bull alive. This angered Poseidon, so as punishment, he made King Minos' wife fall in love with the bull, whose child she ends up bearing. Now listen. I, before I answer, I need to ask you a question. Sure, sure, sure. And that question is, how much do you like me? Because, because did you do the thing where it's just like Zeus and not Poseidon? Or did you make the whole story up? Okay, well, fuck, this is stupid. Then. Because, because, because <laughs> I, I know... That, it's not that bad. It's not okay. that bad. Okay, okay, like, okay, okay, are, okay. A lot of the gods are crazy and have done a lot of things, so something might be similar. But it's not like... You it's not do, super like, obvious, but it's not impossible. I didn't switch okay, so one word in the sentence and be like, perfect, oh, it was perfect. actually... That's all I wanted. Yeah, That's yeah. all I wanted. Good. Because that would have made you a douche. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I was... Uh, uh, okay, so here... Okay, here's... Okay, here... Let's walk through this. I know the story... What you're saying sounds similar to what I vaguely remember of the Minotaur story. So I feel like this child was the Minotaur, which I, is a real thing. I feel like that sounds like the origin of the Minotaur, but I didn't know Poseidon was involved in that story. And I also, King Midas is the gold guy, isn't he? Um, I did, did you say, say Midas? King, I did not say King Midas. What, oh, what was the name of the guy? Minos. Ah, see, that's helpful. That's helpful. Thank you for the freebie, because I was going to say no just because of the gold thing. I'm going to say that's true. That's a real, that's a real myth. Nick, you are correct. That is true. Is it the story of the Minotaur? It is the story of the Minotaur. It's how the Minotaur was born. Mm, 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 mm. Right. That's it. Right. Just one question. hundred uh, uh, percent. No, there 60? are 10 questions total. Ooh, what a reasonable question. amount of questions on a game. <laughs> how many did you have? 20? I had more than 20, bro. <laughs> I didn't know if it was going to be successful or not. I was covering my baby. <laughs> and then I could have okay. cut it down because I was proud of my choices. That's true. And I was making a lot of jokes during it. I was enjoying the game. It was fun. Well, okay. this first question has taken five minutes. So you ready? Pan, god of the wild, shepherds and flocks, had a thing for nymphs. In order to avoid his advances, one of these nymphs turned herself into river reeds which Pan ends up cutting and making into a flute. I'll repeat the question. Pan. No, 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 no. I, you're flute fine. man. Are those reeds that he plays all the time made of nymphs? Wow, that was, you should do it that way every time. That was a 10 <laughs> out of 10. I love that. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Um, Let's see. Well. You said the name is Pan, and a pan flute is a real thing, right? So uh -huh. is this the story of a pan flute? <laughs> or <laughs> are you? did you Google Greek and Roman things, and a pan flute came up, and you said, hey, let me make something up about the pan flute. 
But if you made this up about the pan flute, the fact that pan sounds like it could be a god person thing, and also it has to do with nymphs, and nymphs turning into, I don't even know, what the, a river reed. You wouldn't come up with the word river reed, but here's my crux. Never. See, you've, you've fucked me, because if it was just <laughs> you, I would be I would be very confident. But you involve someone else who I only am starting Wild a good card, friendship with. Wild card, baby. Wild card. That's I how like I roll. Darren a lot, but I don't know her to the degree to what kind of tomfoolery she would involve in this game. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say this is true, and here's why. Because while I think you guys are smart enough and daring enough to in, include nymphs in a story about someone that is the fact that it turned into River Reed, which sounds like the flower that looked at itself in the water. You know what I'm talking about? The yeah, yeah, starts yeah. with the N. What is it? What is it? Sure. The, uh, you know what I'm talking about? The yeah, yeah, yeah totally. The okay, well, whatever. That's a real story. So. The fact that something else in Greek mythology turned into a flower, I'm going to say maybe it also happened here and invented the pan flute. I'm going to say true. Final answer. Oh, yeah, because this is and doubling down because oh, the, satyr down. In, in Her- in Hercules, the satyr in Hercules is all about the ladies, right? And Pan, yeah. I'm pretty sure, is a satyr, and that's probably where they got, yeah, 100%, this is a myth that is real, that exists in lore. Tell me I'm right, Marcus. Ding, ding, ding. You are correct, Nick. You are two for two. Look at you. You don't even need the chat. The chat needs you, though. Um, Well, there's eight more. (laughs) (laughs) Let's calm down. The gods of Olympus loved to make visits to Earth, mainly just to fuck with people. But sometimes they would fall in love. Mm -hmm. Zeus Mm -hmm. fell in love with a mortal woman named Semele. And when she didn't love, that's how I'm pronouncing it. When she didn't love him back, he turned her into a mouse and her lover into a cat, forcing them to a life where they were destined to torment each other. See, this is tough because Zeus has come down as so many different things and turned (laughs) so many people into so many different things. If I was just basing on the fact is, is Zeus capable of coming to the earth and changing people into things? 100%. 100%. Most of the demigods that exist in lore are Zeus's kids. <laughs> Zeus is the horniest of the gods. Maybe maybe above or below Aphrodite. I feel like above Aphrodite. It's like her job. You know what I mean? He's just doing it because it's in his nature. <laughs> Aphrodite He's... has to fuck. Zeus? Psh, guy's just loose. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm inclined to say this is fake just because the last two were real. However, the 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 genius of being a cat and mouse and tormenting each other forever is so good. It's so good that if you told me, obviously we didn't come up with that, I would believe you. But I kind of feel like you did. You own a cat. Oh, this is why and, I'm going to say this is why this is mouse. why it's fake. This is why it's fake because you guys were sitting there in the living room coming up with these ideas, and you were like, "Oh, Zeus came and like fucked people. What if we lied something about that?" And then Salem comes running by and you're like got it <laughs> cat this is fake because you own a cat nailed it hold on let me try to summon salem salem i summon you no cat he's Sorry. not there he doesn't no. listen to your commands god damn i'm trying to train him and it's not working nick is that your final answer yeah 
You are correct. It is oh. false. Good job. Good job. Good job. Was it because you saw Salem in the living room? No. <laughs> Salem, cat, I need to include this. Okay. Number four. Okay, I'm ready. Aphrodite, goddess of love and beauty, was famously mm. seductive and had affairs with every Olympian god except Zeus and Hades. See, this is complicated because I can't, because, I mean, all, all of them is a lot. <laughs> all of them is a lot because you're inclined to say, well, not Zeus because that's her dad and not Hades because that's her uncle, but Poseidon is also her uncle. <laughs> and 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 so and Ares is her brother. I'm pretty sure. Uh, so, but if you, but I wouldn't believe that she didn't have an affair with these other gods. That's the problem with the gods. They're all related because they all came from those seven, right? Yep. And that's really uh, annoying because, as everybody knows, the seven gods. Was it seven Incest. or was it six? Famously annoying. Because <laughs> as everybody knows, Kronos, the Titan, had a headache one day and the six first gods all came out of his forehead. See, I'm very knowledgeable. Wow, Nick. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm so impressed. Be impressed. Be impressed. I mean, I'll be more impressed if you get this question right. Ooh, I want Kronos as granddaddy to show up in Hades. I hope he does. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Aphrodite. See, here's the thing. If if you ask me before I play the game, now Aphrodite uh -huh. seems like super chill and like lovey and like super nice because of me playing this game. Because all the gods are painted in such a like a, a very nice Hercules version of <laughs> the Disney movie version. Like they're a little more adult than that, but they're all yeah. very like clean. They're <laughs> in very a good clean. way, which I like, which I like a lot. I yeah, liked yeah, yeah. how like personal and real they all felt. Okay, Aphrodite. I'm going to say no, because I think if Aphrodite was giving enough to get it on with her other uncles and aunts, I don't think she would have stopped with. Oh, but but what if but what if she didn't to Hades because he was down stuck in hell and then the line was just was, you know, what? I'm going to say true. I'm going to say true. I'm going to say this is true. This is true. This is true because no one wants to go. Oh, this is why it's true, because when I'm swiping on an app. And I see yeah, yeah, yeah. that she's six miles your, from me and you all see the your way downtown. And you see your sister on it. And you're like, yes. That's not why. swipe right. Mm -mm. No, no, no. That's not I'm why. I'm saying this is true because when I see that somebody is six miles downtown and I'm like, I got to go all the way downtown to yeah, meet yeah, yeah. her, I swipe left. But then you Aphrodite, see your sister's next door. You swipe right. Aphrodite is that what you're did saying? not want to go all the No, <laughs> Aphrodite did not want to go all the way downtown to Brooklyn to screw Hades. So I'm going to say uh -huh. this is true. Got it. Okay. It's true because it's easier to have sex with your siblings than with other people. With your uncle who lives in Brooklyn, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. Yes. <laughs> Final answer? Yeah. Okay. Yes, it is true. Look at nice. you. Good job. Nice. Do you like my downtown analogy? <laughs> I, I loved it. It was great. Nick <laughs> Nick famously pro incest on the podcast. No, stop it. Get out of here. <laughs> okay. No. Next question. It's on the record. <laughs> Dionysus's mortal mother was burnt to a crisp after seeing Zeus's true form so he took the unborn Dionysus and finished the gestation process in his own thigh uh, so okay so what did she do to get burnt she just she burned saw his Zeus's love? true form 
so did is this one of the situations where he came down like as a swan and then he was like a burly dude and she's like oh you look hotter like this and he's like absolutely not you could only love me as a swan uh a hundred percent he was like mm. in the swan form i i don't know enough about this but hey, hey i get it you ever like you know you're in a new relationship and you like you know you're you hide shy your about taking self. off your shirt that's yeah, all zeus was you, you doing your, he was hiding yeah. his true self he was probably a goat or some other animal. And she was super horny for that goat. And he was like, I'm a god. And she was like, okay, but I like fucking you as a goat. And I'm going to say this is <laughs> as a goat. <laughs> Here's why I'm going to say that this is real. Because Dionysus, that I know from playing this game, is the god of fun and wine. What does wine need to do? Ferment. How do you ferment? By being sailed in a container for a long period of time. Just like Zeus's thigh, this is real. Give me the point. You don't even have to keep track of the points because I'm just going to get them you all right. You think this Go is ahead. real? Yeah, this is 100% real. Just like wine, Dionysus had to <laughs> ferment in Zeus's thigh. It is real. Look at that. You're killing the game. Oh, my God. The game. Oh, what's the kid dance? It's like, ooh, 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 uh, ooh. Oh, is that man. It? Oh, God. That was, you're an old man. Don't do that. <laughs> Question six, Iris, the personification of the rainbow and Hermes counterpart was incredibly jealous of his position as Zeus's personal messenger. She attempted to usurp the messenger of the gods by transforming into a flock of birds to pluck the wings from his feet. After her plan failed, Zeus, the god of weather, cursed her to invisibility. Iris? Yes. I've never heard of this person. <laughs> person, they're gods. They're made up gods from old BC time. All right, let's see. So we got this chick, right? And she's like, yo, I want your job. So she turned into birds and took the wings off his feet. Yep. Oh, God. I'll be honest. This is the first where I'm like, ooh, I, I don't know. Uh, okay, let's see. I need to come to an answer. I don't want to use my life on it because I feel like a hard one's coming soon. Harder than this. Iris, that sounds like a real god. I think they're all real gods. I don't think you would give me made-up mm -hmm. gods. Is the sequence of events real? I'm going to say this is fake. And here's why. Because the better plan would be to turn into a bunch of birds and show that they could do the messenger job better oh so you're saying that the the problem is with the her plan yeah and what's what's a what's a myth what's an old ancient myth if not some kind of proverb a story a good lesson to yeah. be learned and the lesson here would be you need to do the job better but right or now maybe the that, lesson is that this is why you don't see rainbows all the time oh my god you know what hold on i'm gonna say this is true and here's why this is why i'm changing it because this is almost verbatim what happened with Tanya Harding. <laughs> and that was real. So I'm going to say this is real. So this is a real... Nick, Because of Tanya Harding. this was false. Tanya you were, Harding you right before. Tanya Harding ruled, oh, ruined your chances no. at getting a perfect score. I'm sorry, Nick. God damn it. Okay. I should have stuck with my Next. gut. Yeah, you should have. You were doing great. I was like, that makes sense. That sounds good. <laughs> okay, next question. Yeah. Ares, god of war, is known as the personification of violence and brutality. 
He was born in the form of a minotaur and killed everyone who was present for his birth, including his mother, Nyx. I'm going to say this is fake because I'm just pretty sure I'm pretty sure that Ares is from the main from the main main guy. Like, I feel like it. I feel like he's Zeus's and Hera's kid. And also the other story you told me sounded like the creation of the Minotaur. Like how the first one was formed. So if that was true. How could. A minotaur. I'm gonna say it's fake. <laughs> okay. I'm thinking of like the chick. I'm, I'm thinking. Of, I'm trying to figure out the chicken and the egg situation. Like which minotaur <laughs> came first? And I think the other minotaur came first. Okay. Interesting. Final answer. No. Now I'm picturing. Uh. Uh. I'm picturing. I'm picturing. You know what? I'm gonna say it's made up. Made up. And here's why. Because in no. <laughs> Because in no picture of Ares have I ever seen him have a septum. And everyone knows Minotaurs have it, septums. Uh, yes, Minotaurs always have septums. Yeah. Nick, you are correct. It is false. Oh my god. Thank god. Thank so god for perceptive. the septum. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question number eight. There's ten, so you, you've got a few more. Um, Before we move Apollo, on, how would I look with the septum? Do you think I could pull that off? Could I? Just I'm going to say no. Not that you couldn't pull honesty. it off, but it, they feel <laughs> just, dangerous just no. to me. And I would want to pull on it all the time. So I, I feel like for your own safety, you're not allowed to have a septum. I could just imagine us hanging out and you staring at my nose like a must. Oh, the whole time. I'm going to be like, oh, <laughs> grab it. Number eight, Apollo, Olympian god of sun and light, was born on the empty island of Delos after his mother was pursued by a dragon named Python. Four days after being born, he turned himself into a dolphin, caused a storm, and commandeered a ship to take him to Python for revenge. Was he still the dolphin when he was piloting the ship? So yes. <laughs> I don't I don't know. He stole his, let's say yes. All I for can picture is a dolphin steering argument, a ship. Like I don't, I I'm assuming he reverted back to hands, but maybe he was a dolphin the whole time. Okay, this one I need help. This one I'm going to need help from the chat. And he, here's why. Because Paul's real god. I feel like him being abandoned on an island by a dragon is like super believable. But this, I can't get over this dolphin thing. All I can picture is a dolphin driving a boat. And that sounds ridiculous <laughs> to me. So I don't know if I'm just getting hung up on this. So I need people to go in the chat and tell me whether or not, tell me, tell me the right answer. <laughs> okay, <laughs> not guys. what you think. Only the right answer. Nick is officially using his lifeline. Chat, please help Nick. There is a delay, so we do have to wait a few moments. I will read the question again. Apollo, Olympian god of sun and light, was born on the empty island of Delos. After his mother was pursued by a dragon named Python, four days after being born, he turned himself into a dolphin, caused a storm, and commandeered a ship to take him to Python for revenge. Still as a dolphin. Also, I'm not what gonna kind of, say that. What kind of shitty dragon name is Python? It's a shitty. That's know. not a dragon. That's a that's a snake. <laughs> Maybe it's a dragon. Snake. And that's and that's very that's very much not a dragon. Chat okay, is saying Python so is legit. People are saying it's true. It's tricky, but Python is a real dragon. See, I want to say it's fake just because it's a shitty Greek name for a dragon. <laughs> Nick, are you going to trust the chat? 
or are you going to go be a wild card and say it's false for can i tell you something really honest i yeah, was yeah. for for two seconds i was gonna say i think i'm gonna wait until uh dash nine four four two answers because i feel like they know the answer and then it yeah. took me until i started talking this time to realize that they do know the answer because they made the game and 100%. that's why they're silent and not saying an yep. opinion and they i was like why aren't they saying it why aren't they saying it? because I was like, darren I, says something they've been here in the be chat the answer <laughs> they've been here in the chat the longest why aren't they saying an answer that seems really fishy to me but it's because they know the answer um yeah 100 percent the last person said it was fake, but I'm not going to go with that person because uh, very if I count history, they're usually wrong about those things. So I'm going to say that it's real. You're saying it's real? Oh, yeah, that is a great point, though. So this person saying it's like, but why is Artemis mentioned? Because isn't that Apollo's? Th I'm going to say it's real. I'm going to say it's real. I'm going to say it's real. Final answer? Because of, Pyth of Python. I'm going to say it's real. You're getting confused by the chat, Nick. You can't let the chat lead you astray. Are you? Final answer? It's real. 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 Nick, unfortunately, you are correct. Oh, unfortunately you. for you, because I'm murdering this game. Unfortunately for me. <laughs> ah, see, thank you. He was see, a dolphin now we got confirmation. Time. He was a dolphin the whole time. I'm sorry. I did edit all the questions. Can you make a dolphin noise? As the dolphin <laughs> is. Nice. That's my dolphin. That might cut you off because it was too high pitched. Good. Okay. Aristeus was the god of various forms of art. In, uh, including, or yes, various forms of art, including cheese making and beekeeping. He married Autono, had two kids, and lived peacefully. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Oh, it's a shorter one. Um, well, I 100% know this is fake because beekeeping wasn't a thing until like, like Henry VIII or some. There's just like a story there, and beekeeping didn't exist yet, so it's fake. Nick, you are incorrect. Damn it. I was only it guessing. Is... I didn't. I, I know nothing <laughs> about beekeeping. I just wanted to. Sound, if it was fake, I wanted to sound super smart and Nick, be like, oh, was Marcus didn't account for the fact. There was I only a make big, big money moves. I only make big money moves. You do. You're so confident. And now, now you aren't anymore for our final <laughs> What's question. the name of the god? Aristeus. Yeah, he's like this child of other gods. So he's the child. He's a child god of the Olympian gods. So he's like third tier god. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, give me this last um, one. Okay, Dyke, goddess of justice and moral order, lived I'm sorry, among. What was humans. the name of the god? Dyke. Gotcha. Please continue. Goddess of justice and moral order lived among humans and concerned herself more with moral affairs than her mother, Themis, goddess of divine justice. However, after two ages of being exposed to greed and cruelty of man, she started punishing men by luring them into traps that ended in bodily dismemberment and disfigurement. As punishment, Zeus banished her from the mortal realm to live in the skies. To live in the skies? The hell does that mean? I'm, she's a cloud now? I don't know. Maybe. Do I need this one to win or did I already win? Nick, you already won. <laughs> okay, great. You got a majority of them correct. I think you got like one or two wrong. Great. I too wrong, I think. Now, now there's no pressure. Now this is for fun. Let me see. So thinking about Or we could go by uh New Jersey DMV rules where you need 80%. So if you get this wrong one wrong, you do lose. I'll let you decide. No, you're good. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say that this is fake, and here's why. 
Why does mm-hmm. Zeus give a fuck where the gods fucking up with like people? Like he doesn't seem to ever care. And if anything, he's usually the one fucking with people. So why all of a sudden this one decides to go and do some evil shit to people? And why is it Zeus that gives a fuck? I feel like Zeus would be like, I mean, we're gods. God's got to do what a god's got to do. You know? So I'm gonna yeah, say I remember that song in Hercules. God's gotta do what a God's gotta do. And a God's gotta do lightning bolt. Wow. We got that for free. Well, I, well, we used to sing a lot more and our fans have been hankering for it. That's so, true. You know. That's true. We didn't get constant complaints before about the singing on the podcast. To be fair, we got one and we hate him. <laughs> it stayed with me forever. I still remember. That. <laughs> I will Nick, never let it go. Final answer. True or it's false? Fake. It's fake. fake? Yeah, it's fakey. Nick, you are correct. It is fake. Nice. Nice try. But Zeus don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's true. I mean, earlier he was like, he let Poseidon give someone a fucking bull to have sex with. And was like, nah, I don't care. Yeah. And somebody Whatever. saw his godly chiseled form and said, uh-uh, you don't get to see that shit. And burned her alive. Oh, someone said they like when I sing. Sorry, guys. I'm retired. Yeah, everybody knows only icing on this podcast, which is why it is subpar. <laughs> no. Okay, Nick, we're back. We're going to go back to talking about the game Hades. Nick, you did great. Good job. Proud of yeah. you. So in total, Killed I completed game. 27 runs in the time span, and I got to Hades, but I did not get past him. You don't happen to know what, what, are, your, what are your numbers at? Do you know how many runs you're in or how, <sighs> how quickly or think, how long I it think took I to get to like, Hades? I think I made it there on my I think I beat Hades on my like four thirty something try or fortieth try, um, and then you're better at me than video games, but I'm not bad. That sounds right. You're great. Yeah, um, that sounds right. But you, once I beat Hades, there's something else after the game. Which spoilers? Yeah. I'm gonna tell you a little bit about. They imply that for what for some reason he does go back. Yes. I don't hold on. Oh, oh, we played, I played Hades on PC, on my gaming PC, like a true PC gamer. I played it but on not like, but not like a, But not like a true PC gamer, because I use my Xbox remote. <laughs> 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 I, I, I don't do, I don't, I don't play with that mouse, mouse and keyboard shit. <laughs> I, you can spoil it for me if it doesn't have to do with the end game of Persephone, because I'm invested. So it does, I mean, it's entirely about like that whole thing. So I won't tell you what happens story-wise, but okay. after you beat Hades the first time, you do get to meet Persephone, and you find out more about the world and what happened with Zagreus and what happened with Persephone and what happened with Hades. And so you are incentivized to keep playing the game and to build stronger relationships with all the characters and cool. keep going on further runs. Which is That's awesome. Great. Like yeah. I, I feel like the fact that the gameplay and the narrative work so well together is really impressive also really creative and it's one of those things that when you see it done you're like why wasn't this done before why hasn't someone else just done this totally especially yeah. when it's just lore that's already there i love it's one of the reasons why neil gaiman is one of my favorite authors right because one of the things he very famously does is he takes lore and myth that already exists and just adapts his version of that story right like very famously yeah. sandman uh, Thor and Greek gods and Lucifer all show up and it doesn't seem out of place. It seems like just in his world, you know, so I love it when 
when an artist is able to take something that we already know and give it a new a new life like these Greek yeah. gods. So uh, on top of the story, after you beat the game, you're able to get your you unlock more weapons. You also unlock this thing that allows you to change the difficulty of the game for yourself. So on subsequent runs, as you continue to play the game, you can change and, and cater the difficulty to your skill level. And so you can increase it little by little. And by changing things like the enemies do more damage or you just um, you have less health or you have to beat the uh, encounters quick more quickly or the bosses just are different. So they change the way the bosses function. And then now you have to learn and adapt to a new boss style. That sounds great for like a real gamer like you. I will be honest. That's a setting I would never touch. <laughs> I would never. I, ne I don't have anything to prove to nobody. So yeah. I would so I would I would never make it easier because that's a chump move. Mm -hmm. But it would also unless there unless you had to beat it at one of those difficulties to get something, I would yeah. never push that dial up. Never. Well, it is also how you know how you get uh boss items, but if you keep being the same bosses with the same items, you don't get those items anymore. So like you get a a, a diamond items. for beating Hydra for oh, the, sure. beating the Hydra for the first time, but you don't get it anymore after you beat it. So but if you switch oh. weapons, you can get it again. And then another way of that is by increasing what's called the heat. So by making it more difficult, you can get those items uh, again. And you need those we... items to upgrade the dungeon. You need them to have that final relationship. You give them Nectar of the Gods to build up your relationships. But to really cross oh, over to being one. like right. in a relationship with someone, you have to give them Ambrosia, um, which I think you only have one of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, can we talk about the bosses really quick? Because... Okay, so the first boss is Meg, right? Leader yeah. of the Furies, very cool design. As you already said, you got the hots for her. A good amount of difficulty, right? I would say yeah. I beat Meg 50% of the time. If That's I had good. if I had Dionysus, not Dionysus, uh, if I had Daedalus's hammer that gave me plus yeah, health yeah, yeah, when yeah. I hit, then <laughs> always could beat her. If I didn't, it, it it's a it's it's a wash it's like half and half once i got the skill that lets me revive once per encounter then it got a little yeah. easier but the second boss the hydra beat him every time hate the hydra <laughs> sucks the hydra is the worst boss in hades hot take the hydra can get the fuck out of here i never uh -huh. have a problem i always beat him he's and, yeah. and here's the thing it's so off-putting because he's so easy and then Elysium is so hard. <laughs> Elysium? So so there are several, there are like a few critiques that the game gets. Uh, I would say the two biggest ones are that Elysium is way too difficult compared to the rest of the game. Yeah, the and... sticks was, I've only gotten a sticks twice. And the first time I died because I didn't understand what poison was. And yeah. the second time was like pretty easy. But Ale I've, I've died the most in Elysium. Yeah. So I Elysium is Elysium. hard. And the second complaint is that the game wants you to beat it and to unlock and to roll credits and get the like true ending of the game. So they make it, it gets easier and easier at, uh, for you to beat the game. And I don't know, some people didn't like that. Some people wanted to stay hard and for you to have to get better, like Dark Souls or something else. Oh, I understand that because as, because even if you suck at games like this, right? As you're playing through it, you will inevitably get unlock stuff and the dungeon's always the same level of difficulty yeah you can Pretty unlock much. things in the mirror of night you can unlock yeah. new weapons you can make them more powerful you can unlock more relics 
yeah, you can unlock those. Um, God, I'm forgetting what they're called, but the things that you carry with you, so that way you can always guarantee that you run into like Apollo or, or I mean Athena or Ares or one of the other something. gods. Yeah, and then, you can also and then the, get a summon from a character too if you are like really close with them. So like right now I have Meg's summon, which is like a little bat thing that she gives you, like a cute bat stuffed animal. <gasps> cool yeah that's really cool i love that oh i love that that's such a smart see this game is one of the reasons i think this game is so smart is because it doesn't shy away from it's like oh this is like that one thing in that other game we're gonna do that and then there's this yeah. other thing in this other game that's great we're also gonna do that and yeah. there's a shitty thing in this game we're not gonna include that and then there's this other because nothing here's the thing about this game as i'm playing it i'm enjoying every second of it nothing's new there's there's nothing that I've like never seen before, but everything's yeah. done at such a level of like precision and specificity that it's such an enjoyable ride. But uh, I, I did want to talk about how difficult and how bullshit that third boss fight is, which is Theseus and the Minotaur. And the Minotaur. I've only I beaten him. I've only I... beaten them three times. Wow. Because no, two no two times. I said I've gotten to six twice. I've only beaten yeah. them two times. They are very hard. They were very, very hard. hard. I, I, I was playing just to like refresh my memory for the podcast. And I think I died on them once. And I was like, fuck this. Fuck you guys. I beat you a million times. Leave me alone. <laughs> but they sneak up the, on you. Just the fact that there's two of them and there's just they just do so much damage. And it's so constant. Yeah. And while the one's fighting you, the other one's shooting you, or while the other one's fighting you, the other I one's shooting like you. their relationship. So, like, yeah. even that, like, the, the the relationships between the characters is also really interesting because, like, you run in, you like Orpheus is the part of the game. You meet Orpheus, and then you can find like Eurydice, who's the person that he went down into Hades to find. So you can find Love her, that. talk to her, and you can try to like mend their relationship because you're like, hey. It's already you know, starting. You're like, both they're already here? saying it's like he uh, fucking Zegris is very much like, hey, so ran into Orpheus. He's doing pretty good. You want to say anything to him? It's very high school and I very much love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cute. It's so good. And I, I just honestly, I'm, I, I love it. I love all the character dynamics. It's really cool. But like that, too, like even that you see Theseus and you see like he he went through the maze he fought the minotaur and then he's like he died and he found the minotaur and was like i want him with me on the battlefield we're friends and it's sweet oh okay. i didn't even realize theseus is the one that went to the maze yeah right oh yeah 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 yeah. you were talking about a relationship i was like i don't know that relationship and now that <laughs> i remember the story now oh that mm -hmm. is really good that's such a small thing that if you know you know and oh that's very nice yeah that's very cool who is your favorite well, character before we start wrapping up? Do you know how Theseus got through the maze? No, I do not. Well, the very the trick to a maze is as you're going in, you touch one wall and you just keep following that wall. And it might take long, but no matter what, you won't get lost and you will find the way out. Mm. What if the wall, wall has razor blades on it? What if it's like well, a funny. saw maze? Well, funny story. <laughs> a haunted Halloween. My family and I went to a haunted house and one of the rooms we went to once you go through the door, it's closed behind you and it's pitch dark. Like yeah, there's yeah. no light source. There's zero. So we all had to hold yeah. hands. And my family was freaking out. I was, I was like, guys, I know how to get through here. And I, we follow the wall all the way around. And then we end up back where we started. And then I was like, guys, I'm freaking out. I don't know. There's no other <laughs> way out. I don't know what to do. And then one of the workers like opened up a secret passage. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> I was like, I got I was so cocky. I was like, I got this, guys. That's so um, funny. 
I don't know. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you. Tell me yours first. Who's your favorite, and who did you use the most, and who do you like using the most, and who do you hate? I would say that I really liked. Um, I liked Meg a lot. I, I I feel like Thanatos grew on me a lot. I was like, who's this hot Grim Reaper guy? I want. I was about, about to him. bring him up. The sexual tension is like yeah. livid, <laughs> off yeah, yeah. the charts. It's. it's I think so I, I want to make a relationship with him if I can. He's hot. He, yeah, he, he, I'm not gonna spoil it. Maybe you can. Maybe you can't. Just give him the nectar of the gods and see how he reacts. Ooh, he kills me. Um, <laughs> well, let me quickly look up Hades characters on the top. Okay, I can tell you my the one that I find myself using the most. It's cool because uh, for if, if I don't know who's still listening who hasn't played the game, but the 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 great part about these gods is when you're forming these relationships and you pick their boons to play in the game, you are kind of picking your um what do you call it your your version of this run right so if you pick zeus you have lightning power if you pick hermes he gives you faster things if you pick athena her thing is deflect you know the one Mm -hmm. that i found that i found the most useful to get the farthest that is how i got to hades the first time was dionysus for whatever reason dionysus has i forget what it's called but it's the hangover effect Hangover, hangover. I yeah. found that to be the most useful because the great thing about the hangover effect is you hit somebody a couple times, shit gets crazy, you got to get the fuck out of there, they're still taking damage because they still have that hangover on them. And especially mm-hmm. if you add it to your dash or something passive like that, I've, I've found that that has been the easiest for my play style because I'm, I'm a very much hit, hit, go, hit, hit, go, hit, hit, go, like you yeah, have yeah. to do. And I found that that passive damage for that has been the best for me so far. I think like Artemis, her critical is very complicated. Our Ares, <laughs> Ares stuff is complicated and doesn't yeah, yeah. have a has a direct benefit. It's like a later benefit, so I you know I can't do it. Uh, Aphrodites are nice weakening enemies. D- does help quite a bit, um, but those are yeah. some of my standouts. I feel like my favorite boon to use is honestly Athena. That's the best boon, hands down. I, I like I, like. My best friends are when I get the Athena dash. Like I, I and Athena I Dionysus like to do together was Athena. how I got to Hades. Just being able to I deflect like all that this. shit, especially when you're in a room full of like those fucking wizard dudes that throw the purple orbs at you, and you just dash and hit them. So oh, easy, so good. I like that boon the best, and I feel like the chill. I like Ares' boon a lot when you can throw oh. the scythe and it like just spins and just does a bunch of damage oh i haven't i haven't never picked that one because i find i find i find that the cast is useful but it's yeah. not crucial in my playstyle. so i almost never it's always my like my i the thought fifth, that the too. fifth boon i pick in the beginning i thought that too and then i found that like the cast can be helpful and there's like interesting things like if you if you combine it with Artemis, the cast if it gets stuck you know how sometimes the, the cast depending on what your cast is will get stuck inside someone when it yeah. leaves, it does like 100 damage each. So you can stack damage that way. You can also mm. do, there's something where, you know, when the, you're waiting, the casts are being waiting, are uh, waiting to be picked up. Zeus has an ability where it casts lightning next to whoever is there. So you're just oh. doing a bunch of damage while it's on the field, which is really good. While you're over there running away from their big attacks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or using the bow and arrow and shooting people from afar. I can't use the. Bo- I mean, to be fair, I only tried that. Uh, listen, yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. burned me. Yeah. I tried a different weapon for that one run, and then in like the fifteen or sixteen, I was like, "Let me see what the shield about." And I was like, "Hate it." Let me use the spear. Hate it. I, and then I was like, "Sword all the way." When I complete the game with the sword, master the game with the sword, yeah. I will go and try to master another weapon. I'm not one of those people that gun. can go back and forth. 
the gun is my favorite one because it, it, it reloading it sucks. But if you upgrade it with the Daedalus Hammer, it, you don't have to reload. There's mm. also another upgrade that makes it just a huge bomb that has a huge area effect, but you also take damage if you're in it. So it's super dangerous to use. That's my favorite bazooka. one. I just bazooka everything and bomb it. Yes, I'm, I'm like, excited to yeah. unlock it. Room clear. Okay, the next. next run that I start, I'm about to unlock the hand thing. Oh, the nice. That, it's like there, fun. and I just got enough keys. Who's you? Who do you like the most in terms of like story, story and stuff? Like, is story? Is, I like feel aesthetic, like just the core God-wise. story is very good. This this core yeah. story is very good. So like Persephone and Hades, like they just they grew on me, and I fucking love them. I also love the relationship with Orpheus and Eurydice. Just seeing how they are together. Too. That one's like, really, really nice. Fun. Yeah, and also you know the story a little bit, so it's like you kind of want it to yeah. work out, you know. And Zagreus, like, I don't know. We, Zagreus is just a great protagonist. He's really interesting. Oh, He's this fun, is, we haven't mentioned headed. it a lot, but I do want to mention it at least a little. As, you mentioned it a little in passing is the voice acting, right? Yeah, I mean, it's the so guy good. who plays Zagreus is pitch perfect. Nick. Hello. Oh, Are you ready? It's time for you to answer the age old questions. I feel like that I'm going to talk about on the game podcast. because of how great it was. But I guess we could never have Did you like this game? Oh, Marcus. I'm waiting with bated breath. I I didn't mention it too much because I have a problem playing video games because I I don't know if my attention span has grown wary. I don't know if I feel guilty, but like I have tried to sit down and play Assassin's Creed and play some real games that I used to be able to sit down and enjoy. But after a couple hours, I'm just like, okay, all right, killing the guy again, doing the thing again. And then the stories aren't as good, you know, and I don't have a modern gaming system, so I can't play Last of Us 2. I can't play Spider-Man. So I find myself at a loss. I found myself playing Hollow Knight and Slay the Spire for the last like three years because I haven't been able to find another game that I like have enjoyed to really call my to say out loud that this is a game i play yeah until now because of how much i love yeah i am say so loud, excited say proud I am, you love Hades. it was it was such a wonderful experience i'm so excited to learn more of the story of the characters the gameplay is great it feels rewarding but it feels difficult you feel accomplished uh, it doesn't zone out in the background because you have to play it but it doesn't feel like a chore either because the grinding aspect is is folded into the gameplay so it doesn't yeah. feel like a final fantasy where i gotta go fucking kill choke chocobos to get through yeah. the main the grinding main part of it makes you better also as a player whereas the grinding yeah. in final oh, fantasy yeah. is just grinding you're making the characters better to but the grinding to get your orbs. in hades makes you as the player better which is great. Yeah, I'm getting better, which is such yeah. a smart, which is such a, it's so rewarding. It's so cool seeing that I'm getting better. Yes, I'm getting more yeah. upgrades. Yes, I'm getting smarter about which boons to pick, what things interact, figuring out the interactions. But my gameplay, like at the beginning, yeah. I told you I could only get so far by getting the plus two to my health when I hit something. And it's still nice when that shows up because it's still my go-to thing to get because but, it's very yeah. useful. But now I could get to elysium and get to the third boss without that and i couldn't do that at the beginning regardless of power-ups and it's pretty yeah. cool it's it's so good i mean that's why the games like dark souls i forgot Sekiro, we're on stream and i was slouching it's <laughs> <laughs> like games like dark souls and Sekiro and bloodborne are so popular is because like the only way to, to beat them is for you to get good 
as a player. Yeah. So it's, it's it's not as hard as that stuff. Like this game is definitely not like difficult. Like you get better and the game makes it easier for you. Um, but it is that same kind of feeling where you as a player are getting better, which is cool. Yeah, it's not it's, like it's Bloodborne. Very, it's more rewarding. It's not like Bloodborne because I downloaded Bloodborne during the pandemic and I was like, let me play this game. And I spent maybe two hours, couldn't get past the first boss. And I was like, I'm never playing this game again. <laughs> I love Bloodborne. <laughs> Don't shit it's on so it. It's so hard. It's so hard. <laughs> or no, it was Dark Souls. It was Dark, Dark Souls. Souls. Okay, Dark, Dark Souls, Souls is different. <laughs> okay, Nick, will you keep playing Hades? Marcus, I am so excited to learn about Persephone. I, 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 I apologize. I tried so. I wanted. I every time I died, especially when I was so close to the end, my heart broke because I was like, <laughs> I know Marcus wants me to finish this. Because I know he's going to want to talk about the ending because I'm sure he's as invested in it as I am right yeah, now. 100%. And I was heartbroken, gut-wrenched that I had to stop you from talking about it. But but I couldn't let you because I'm so invested and I need to find out the completion of the story. It's find out so more. good. It's so yeah. good. It's definitely I'm ready to cry. I'm ready yeah, 100%. to cry. 100%. You'd probably cry. Um, okay, would you recommend the game? 100%. And the great thing about it is it's not... I would recommend this game to gamers. I would mm -hmm. recommend this game to casual players. I would recommend this game to people who haven't ever played this kind of game. I would recommend it to friends who just do Animal Crossing. to That just like have a Switch and like playing Mario Kart on it. You know? The fact yeah. that it's across all these platforms is... is <laughs> Somebody <laughs> said I'm ready to cry. And I am. Because I'm pumped about this game. It's such, it's such a perfect game because, because games like this reward you for playing it. And they don't dumb it yeah. down for you. You play how you want to play. And if you need to take it easy and go slow, you can. And if you need to be a button masher, you can. And if you need yeah. to be a by-the-books gamer that optimizes everything, that bit by bit, get that, it's also you rewarding can that also. way. It's yeah. an incredible game. The speedrun community is great. It's been – I I don't – like I like watching speedruns. Oh, speedruns. Oh, like, that would be fun. I've been watching a lot of Hades videos just to see – watch people try to play through it. I'm excited it's to watch It's so them. fun. It's really, really interesting. How is it on the Switch? Is people. it great? It's fun. It's just another controller. So like yeah, I, I, I play on the bus a lot like to and yeah. from work and stuff. It's been good. Seems perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Nick, next time on the podcast – Ooh, I'm excited. You normally would be giving me a challenge. Normally, but, this would be my boon, my boon to give. <laughs> Beautiful. Perfect thank joke. Thank 10 you, out of 10. Thank you. Thank but we, Christmas is next week, and the New Year's is the following Thursday. <laughs> yes. So we're going to take a little break. Uh, we're going to still put out content online. We might do a stream here or there. Um, we'll see how things go. So stay tuned. Keep an eye out on social media. We will be playing uh, Halo. Hades. <laughs> we will be playing Hades uh, on the stream yes. at some point soon. So watch out for that, guys. Yeah, yeah. You get to see me floundering and Marcus. I'm very interested. I'll coach you the whole way. It'll be great. Honestly, honestly, I one of the things that we don't get to do enough is because we don't live together anymore because we're not in college yeah. anymore. We can't every time we do stuff because we're adults now it has to be a plan right we are yeah. going to board game night we are going here to watch this movie we can't just like lounge around and you start playing a game and i just kind of watch you and i miss it so much yeah, yeah i mean you don't even know I, I i don't i don't get that sappy with you like face to face but yeah <laughs> one of my favorite things is just you're sitting there you just put on a game you're just watching it and i'm just i'm just there with you and vice versa you know 
I, yeah. I, I, I love that part of our friendship and we haven't been able to do it for so long that I'm excited to pick it back up. Me too. I, I mean, I have very fond memories of us all playing Resident Evil 7 together, like with the lights yeah. off and making oh, sure that, that so like, it was the spookiest uh, setting we could have for the oh. game. And, and it was super special to me because you've been playing games like that with your brother for years. You this is yeah. this is why you love video games, right? You didn't mention it today, but you play video games because you it's one of the ways you connected with your brother growing up, right? It's why you have that yeah. challenge every month, every year. But and you were going to play that Resident Evil like you have done every Resident Evil mm-hmm. always with your brother and you <laughs> I'm not going to cry. You're and you were <laughs> <laughs> shut up. And you were and you were kind <laughs> enough and you you weren't even kind enough to include me. You legitimately wanted me there too. Yeah. And I don't know if I ever said it, but it was like one of the most me- <laughs> it was one of the most <laughs> meaningful <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the most meaningful things that you have uh, that you've ever done for me that that was passive right like you do yeah, yeah, thoughtful things for me all the time and i'd like to think i'm pretty thoughtful too but this was like a passive thing that you did without even like thinking about it and you're just like oh i want nick here too and you included me there in your special Aww. brother moment and i also like became better friends with matthew there and we we're yeah. always like kind of friends but we like have now become friends and mm-hmm. it was um Anyway, what were, you, what were you just saying? What were Guys, you... video games matter. Video games make people feel things. They connect us. I love them so much. Honestly, I bond through video games with my friends all the time, and I'm so happy. I, of course, I wanted you there. Like, yes, yeah. it was a great experience. Yeah. Okay. So next week, well, not next week, but next time we record, which will be in January, we are going to be doing a fan challenge episode from our Patreon. So, oh, so the way sad. you can participate is if you donate the $5 on to our Patreon, you can submit an episode, send us a message on Patreon, and we will add it to the list. And then everyone gets to vote. If you just want to vote and participate that way, you can become a $1 tier patron as well. If not, come and enjoy the episode while we record it. Um, but know that you missed out on the <laughs> opportunity of a lifetime. You could have influenced the choice, and you will feel awful about that the whole rest of the month. But don't worry, because at the end of January, we're doing it again for February. Yeah, I mean, if if in January we end up doing Bratz the movie or something, or... or... Oh, Marcus, I've wanted to give you Bratz the movie for years. <laughs> I love that film. Or we end up doing something that you hate, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck this. Then you know what? It's your fault for not joining the Patreon. The end sequence of the, the movie goes, it's not my, it's not a latitude. It's not a satitude or something. It's not a minute. It's gratitude. It's the ending song. No. Because yes, it's a musical. There's multiple <laughs> musical numbers. I love, I love this new like fan challenge thing every month because it saves me like from you <laughs> for one week. Just for one week, I get off. Ooh, be careful what you wish for, buddy. Be careful what you wish for, because because at least I at least I have to give you things that I legitimately love. So at least it's an interesting conversation. Yeah. They can give us trash. We could get <laughs> straight that nobody cares about. It could yeah. be just it could it, it's gonna happen. I feel like That's people true. are gonna be super kind at first. Like we're only gonna get great things for the first couple months. But but give it a couple months, man. Give it like four or five months, and people will be like, "What kind of trash can we give to the boys this month?" I have and it's faith, their prerogative because they're paying for it. I have faith in our patrons 
that they have good taste and that we're going to get good quality ideas from them. That's what I'm saying. Before we go, I do just want to reference the chat because someone says that they're going to suggest American Mall 2. American Mall, one of my favorite films that I made you watch. I go back and listen to the episode. So much. Go listen to the, the worst, episode. It's one of the worst movies ever. I love it. And then somebody else says, and I didn't think of this. And they said secretly, I'm going to go make multiple Patreon accounts to suggest more stuff. That's a genius idea. Don't do that. I, Why would you do I'm that? Why would you dip. give him that idea? Well, here's the thing. That means more of you have to sign up to stop me from being able to do it because i only have so much money you need to beat me that's true this is a race to the finish <laughs> race to the finish all right marcus that was the guys, episode guys do you do you want me to close it yeah, <laughs> do you yeah. Want I, I, did, I didn't know if you were going to mention uh our socials and go our ahead go to do, do the socials to do reviews and, again guys and you can do our uh, socials. you can find you can find us everywhere at now try this cast everywhere that you could follow somebody patreon is patreon.com slash now try this cast don't forget to leave those five-star reviews on wherever you listen to your podcast marcus guys thank you so much for joining us in the twitch chat for listening so wherever the hell you are listening to us and go out there and try some things and remember and remember if you if you want Marcus, to know the Bratitude song, you know what to do. Etude. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Two friends get together so that they can try things. You're invited to this podcast so that they can try things. Nick and Marcus do the podcast so that they can try this. Or maybe you want me to because so, you need to drink water. No, I like got a it. Fucking, like a fu- like it. a fucking simp over here. Like you can't fucking go got, fifteen Nick, seconds without having to take a drink of has water. Has been God. banned from Twitch. You cannot say simp anymore. Is that Please. true? Please, one hundred percent. It happened today. Wait, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! You can't, apparently, you can't type simp or virgin or incel in the chat anymore because too many of them got offended. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't think that's what it is. I think it's just, I don't know. Can I curse I in is. a chat? No, I don't think so. Try. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, hey, you guys in the chat, uh, <laughs> tell me what I sh- what curse words I should say in the chat, please. <laughs> okay. But while they're doing that, I'm going to say that uh, so they Hades, get banned is and I don't. A, Hades is a roguelike dungeon crawling game. Right. There you go. Yeah, someone said fuck, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I guess but you can't say the S word. So <laughs> I don't know who's who's uh, chat it's banned from, but I don't know. Um, 